It was uh, an unfortunate protest that turned violent after the inspiring show of support for Israel on the Washington Wall just hours earlier. And trapped within the building were uh, two Michigan congresspeople, Hillary Scolton from the west side of the state and our own Debbie Dingell, who joins us live this morning. So many things to talk about on this uh, Friday morning. Debbie, good morning. Good morning, Guy. Almost happy Thanksgiving. Yes, I can't believe it. Uh, be here be before home. You know it. I know. Yeah. I know. And we're, we're, we'll we'll be thankful when everybody's home home safe. And uh, by the way, we should point out that President Biden signed the stopgap spending measure. They announced it at about one thirty this morning because he's out on the West Coast. So good on that. Um, tell me what it was like inside this DNC. It, it appeared it was going to be a protest, kind of like any other, and then things went sideways, and, and you've been quoted as saying you found it more threatening than even what happened to you on January 6th. Well, well i got to tell you, that that's the truth. I mean, I was at an event. You know, there were maybe 50 people there. The leadership was having a reception for camp Democratic candidates that are running for office next year. Uh, a lot of my colleagues had left town. I decided to stay and come in yesterday morning, uh, and I heard familiar chants. Uh, I live you know, I'm very close to members of the Arab American community, and I've heard many a protests, and I knew what it was. I was not fearful at first because well, we're used to that. I think that the right to protest, freedom of speech, is a fundamental right in this country. We need to protect all of our constitutional rights. Uh, I was trying to go to something else, so I said to Capitol Police that come, Uh, I was just going to go out the back way, and there was somebody that was going to go with me. But when we tried to go that way, the doors had been – they had moved trash bins, huge trash bins over, and you couldn't open them. And the police said that there were people waiting to jump on us in the alley. So I said, okay, not going this way. went back in, and then I looked at everybody and said, I'm just going to go out. I'm going to go out the front door. What are they going to do to me? And I'm somebody, you know me, everybody knows me. I, if I can, I go out and talk to people. I want to know what they're upset about. I've had protests from Green New Deals, and I got to really know the kids well. They'd come up and stand with signs behind me, and they became friends. So I, I wasn't afraid at that point. So I said, I'll be the guinea pig. I'm going to go out. Hillary was with me because she was going home that night and needed a ride. And um, I said, I'm going to go out. And as I started to go out, the crowd had gotten quite intense, uh, and a police woman came in that had been pepper sprayed uh, and was clearly burnt, and it was in her eyes, and they said to me, you can't go out there, it's not safe, and there were policemen standing there with gas masks on the steps, the crowds was pushing forward, you've seen the videotapes of it, mm-hmm. and I knew I wasn't going to go out that way. And it was very close. You know, when you were in the Capitol, I never even saw the film of what was happening outside uh, until after we had finished the voting into the next day because we didn't have access to televisions. Right there, I was on one side of a glass uh, exit entrance, and the protesters were intensely on the other side. So it was scary. And we, all the ingress and egress exits had been blocked and there wasn't a way in and there wasn't a way out. And I really thanked the law enforcement that kept us safe. And I watched policemen, I watched people being injured, period. So it was a rattling experience. Um, 
Can we switch gears? We're so happy you're safe. We just want to get to a couple more things in the minutes we have left. Wondering yes. about the George Santos uh, Ethics Committee investigation, and do you think there's two-thirds majority to ex- expel him? I don't know. I think it will be close. I think, uh, I do believe most of my Democratic colleagues, some did not the last time, will vote to expel him because they will have the Ethics Committee completed its findings. There are Republicans that are concerned because their numbers are so close on the Republican side, what it will mean to have a be down one vote. Uh, and I think some will say that they deserve, he deserves to be tried in court. But I think there will be close to two-thirds vote. And many Republican friends tell me they don't think he will be there when we return. Congresswoman, um, I know you pushed uh, for Michigan to move up in the primary. How do you feel about New Hampshire defying the DNC and and being first in line? Um, well, they're not going to. They will not count for the, on the Democratic side, and it's going to take the kind of action that we are taking right now that's going to break any one state having a lock on going first. It does not reflect the diversity of our country. Uh, what we're trying to do, I don't think Michigan should have a lock. I think different regions and different states should have the opportunity to be first. You see candidates are starting to flock. We only we have Joe Biden here, but Marianne Wilson's here this weekend. Dean Phillips is coming. Um, and I think you're going to see Joe Manchin here as he's exploring whether he's going to run as an independent. And that's what we want. We want candidates visiting all regions of the country, talking to all kinds of people, understanding all the issues and it takes a state like michigan that's got the courage to push and be hard to break a lock on having a presidential nominating system that more accurately reflects the diversity of our country Uh, debbie yesterday we heard from your colleague dan kildy that he will not be running for re-election um we all admire and have affection for dan and we've been in his corner as he was battling cancer he says that his health is not an issue but it's changed his perspective just your thoughts on his uh, on his exit, and, and did it surprise you? Uh, I had called him to talk about another problem, and he said he was going to call me in 15 minutes about something else. And the way he said it, I said, I can't talk to you about this crisis until you tell me what's going on. And part of me guessed it. Dan loves public service. Um I know it's been tough for every colleague that I'm serving with this year. Uh, And it's going to be a huge loss for the people of Flint, for the state of Michigan. He has been a champion. Uh, And I'm just sad. The Kildees and the Dinkles have been friends for decades. And it just, it did not totally surprise me because I know many people are doing the kind of reflection that Dan is doing. Public service is hard, but it will be a huge loss for the state of Michigan. Yeah, it, 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 it sure will be. And uh, we wish him nothing but the best and and, and the thanks uh, for his service over these many years. Uh, Debbie, we're glad you're safe. Um, interesting, in the wake of this, the ACLU released a statement saying the police were too aggressive. We'll see where mm-hmm. that goes. There were three arrests for the attack on the police, and hopefully there will be some some justice served there, and they'll sort it out. But an ugly moment on what had been, up to that point, a pretty pretty good day uh, in terms of folks uh, peacefully expressing themselves. Have a safe trip back. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm here. I'm going to have novel tonight. Oh, oh good oh. for you. We'll put on those <laughs> well, dancing shoes and have fun. Take care, See Debbie. You.